We're back again. For you, it's been a week. For me, it's been five minutes. Because we're pre-recording this one. So, we don't have anything to talk about in the beginning now. We just think that our last episode ran really long because we yeah. just kept, like, talking about random shit. So sorry, by the way. Well, you know. And we were like, okay, what if it goes really long this time? Because my story's pretty long. Carl's like, my story's pretty long. <laughs> it's not as long as my other yeah. stories, but it's still decent. Yeah. And then we were like, you know what? Like, you know what? <laughs> we don't have anything to talk about now. <laughs> I don't chair real loud. It's okay. It's really nice and comfy. They're, they're like camping chairs, but they're... I feel like a freaking royalty person. That was not a proper sentence. I anyway. I think Camille is best. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I'm just going to make you read this. Me? Okay, let's see. <laughs> okay, so last episode, I was talking about... Well, no, a couple weeks ago now, I was talking about an essay I wrote in LA. Oh, yeah. Um, about... Uh, psychology behind a serial killer, or it's like my my fifteen year old take on psychology yeah. um, <laughs> for LA. And then my mom read it and she asked me if I needed a therapist, and it was a whole thing. So I brought it, um, <laughs> and I said it. I was gonna read it. Not yet. I'm still talking. And I said I was gonna read it. This episode, last episode, I was like I brought it. I'm gonna read it in the next episode. So now we're gonna read it. Um, Get it. There's some random stars and shit, so you can figure that out. <sighs> All what right. makes the killer? I'm that's, making, a, that's a really good podcast. What makes the killer? I'm making Farron read it so I can eat. Yeah. All this, this handwriting is so nice. I love your handwriting. Thank you. The psychology behind a serial killer is very interesting. Most of the time... <coughs> sorry. When someone hears the word serial killer, they get really freaked out. All they think about is the horrible things the killer has done or will do. They never think about the terrible things that may have happened to the killers in the past that might contribute to why... The killer thinks what they're doing is okay. Hold on, can I say something real quick? Yeah. Please keep in mind, I'm not a professional psychologist. Yeah. This, this is the like the dumb. This is the dumbed down version of what makes a killer. Very very dumbed down. This is my kind of. It's like a brief description on if you want to know. Here's kind of what it is. Yeah. And the last paragraph is very legit. Like, it's definitely a factor in it. Yeah. So. Uh, three things that might happen are physical abuse, sexual abuse, or head trauma. Carol Cole, a serial killer who was executed in a uh, lethal injection. There's in a there's a bit there's a star on the other side. Where? There's no <laughs> no, star. on the next page. This page. There's a thing I wanted to add there. The first. To star, where? I think. That's why I just handed it to you. To like, where? At the beginning. Oh, there. It's like a disclaimer about oh. not. Oh, uh, I'm gonna stop by saying that I'm not making excuses for these people. Mm-hmm. They're responsible for their actions and deserve their sentences. I'm only saying that. Their, their causes to their horrible behavior. Yeah. Uh, so that's just a quick disclaimer. Yeah. She's reading the rough copy. I was going to bring the good copy, but it was stapled to something, and I didn't want to unstaple yeah. it. Like we're, we're not being like, but they had reason. They had no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. These are just reasons why they, they, they think Thought the way. Thought it was okay. Yeah. yeah. Th- some things why they think the way they do, or why mm-hmm. they they rationalize it to themselves. Mm-hmm. So Carol Cole, a serial killer who was executed by lethal injection in 1985... Uh, for strangling at least 15 people, the fuck, uh, had a bad childhood. He was, oh, Carol's a boy. That's why he had a bad childhood. His name is fucking Carol. <laughs> That's a girl's name. I'm sorry. I'm not meant to be. I, I was just kidding. Um, he was beaten by his mother, ooh, who scared him into not telling his, who scared him into not telling his father. Do I know this story? Carol Cole? Maybe. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. It might just be every killer ever. Who scared him not telling his father about... 
about the abuse mm-hmm. and forced him to watch oh for, forced him to watch as she entertained in quotes men while his father was fighting in world war ii his mother was also emotionally abusive to him and dressed him up like a girl i yeah, i, I this one. Mm-hmm. uh which rodriguez there's actually a couple that that's happened to yeah where like the mother tried like tries to make it a girl yeah like they wanted a girl so they dress him up like a girl yeah. and then they have like this emotional mental crisis issue. yeah yeah uh, Richard Ramirez. 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 That's uh, the guy I showed you the picture of. Yeah. Ramirez. Oh yeah, he looks fucking creepy. Yeah. Uh, was a serial killer, rapist, and burglar known as the Night Stalker or the Night the the Walking Killer or the Valley Intruder. Uh, he terrorized Los Angeles, <clears throat> the Los Angeles area in San Francisco between April tenth, that's my birthday, nineteen eighty four and August twenty fourth, nineteen eighty five, and was arrested. On August 31st, 1985, uh, Ramirez's father was an alcoholic and was prone to fits of anger that often resulted in physical abuse. Later, Ramirez was strongly influenced by his older cousin, uh, Miguel, uh, was strongly influenced by his older cousin, Miguel. Miguel would tell Ramirez about the horrible things he did in the Vietnam War and showed him a picture of women he'd raped and others he had abused and beheaded. So his cousin was also, like, a killer? His cousin, yeah. Thanks. Uh, on May 4th, 1973, Ramirez was present when Jesus, when Miguel was fatally shot, when Miguel fatally shot his own wife during an argument. John Wayne Gacy is my final example of physical abuse. He was an American killer clown with at least 20, 33 victims of young men and boys between 1972 and 1978. As a child, he had a difficult relationship with his father, who was an alcoholic and who was physically abusive. Uh, Gacy, his mother, and his siblings, who was physically abusive to Gacy, his mother, and his siblings. Gacy was for his father, beat him with a leather belt, with a belt when he was six, his father knocked Gacy unconscious by hitting him in the head with a boomstick. Later that year, his mother told his father about a trick, a truck Gacy had stolen from a neighborhood store, which she had made him return. As a punishment, Gacy's father beat him with a belt. Gacy... Seldom, sorry, Gacy seldom received his father's approval and recalled that no matter how, no matter what, he was never good enough in his father's eyes. Sexual abuse is another thing that might have happened to these people when they were young. When Aline Warnos? Oh, yeah. Aileen, your Warnos, I think. Warnos? Yeah. When Aileen Warnos was four, her and her older brother were abandoned by their mother, who left them to their maternal grandparents, who were both alcoholics. By the time she was 11, Eileen had engaged in sexual activities for cigarettes, drugs, and food. Oh, that's so sad. I know. She had. Uh, she said that her grandfather had sexually assaulted her and beat her when she was a child. At age 14, Eileen became pregnant after being raped by an accomplice of her grandfather's. Fuck. Mm-hmm. A few months after that, her son was born. Her grandmother died of liver failure. When Eileen was 25, her grandfather threw her out of the house. Uh, when she was my head, her grandfather threw her out of the house. Pedro Lopez. Ooh, I don't know how that is, too. That's the guy who put, like, 99 kids or something. The monster of the Andes was the seventh, uh, was the seventh, was the seventh of 14 children. Y'all want to know how he did it? <clears throat> he burned them in acid, so at no, there's no evidence. Yeah. Uh, Pedro Lopez, really the Monsters of the Andes, was sixth, the seventh of thir- 13 children. 
and was thrown out of the house by his mother when she caught him touching his little sister's breast. Jesus Christ. He became a beggar on the streets of Colombia, and was soon approached by a man who offered him a home and food. Lopez immediately went to the man, but instead of taking him to a home, the man took him to a abandoned building. Police sodomized Lopez by returning, and then returned to the streets. Yikes. Within a year of that, an American couple reached out to him. They brought him to their home and enrolled him in a school for orphans, where, when he was 12, he was molested by a male teacher. Soon after, he stole money and fled. He stole money from them and fled to the streets. Don Henry Gaskins, I don't know who that is too, was the last in the string of uh, was the last in the string of illegitimate illegi- children. It, sorry, illegitimate children, and his early life was full of great a great deal of neglect. His mother. Uh, neglect, his mother's neglect was so bad. The first time he learned his name was when he read it out loud. When they read it out loud, his court appearance, like they just never called him his mm-hmm. name. Yeah, he was uh, convicted along with a group of fellow teens that he did something. He committed yeah. a crime. They were like robbing or something like that. Yeah, and like he he's a teen. The first time he heard his name was like he was like fifteen or something. It was the first yeah. time he heard his name. He committed the crime spree. Uh, he committed. The crime spree he was accused of and was sent to a reform school. There he was regularly raped by his fellow inmate six. The mm-hmm. final explanation of why someone would kill other people is head trauma. When girl Garrel? Go. I see. I literally cannot Sorry, remember Glenn. this example. That's my that's my fault. It, oh. it says Glenn, I'm just dumb. <laughs> uh, when Glenn Edward Rogers was a toddler, he continued to bank his head on hard surfaces. It seemed like he had fun emotions since he never cried once. One time when Rogers was still in diapers, his mother slapped him so hard, Jesus, he couldn't breathe and he passed out. Finally, his mother w- would hold his head underwater during his bath when he was three. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Another example was Fred West. When he was uh, 17, he brought he bought a motorcycle. Two days later, he fractured his skull and broke a couple bones. He was unconscious for seven days. When he was 19, he felt two floors after getting punched by a girl. <laughs> He was groping hmm, in a fire escape and suffered another head injury. I read that. I was like, good girl. Yeah. <laughs> Except that you created a serial killer. <laughs> he was, she was, he was trying to rape her. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. very much true. Yeah. Uh, because of the head injuries, he became prone to blackouts and fits of violent rage. Nice. <laughs> Alexander Pish. Oh, yeah. This dude's Pish- Russian. Can. I don't know how to say his name. Pishkin. 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 Uh, a Russian circle was a social, so sociable child. Sociable. What did I say? Sociable. It sounds right. <laughs> However, this changed when he fell backwards off the swing, which then he hit his forehead as the swing came back. Expert, experts think that the accidental damage to the frontal lobe cortex resulted in uh, poor impulse regulation and tendency uh, toward aggression. As his skin was still a child. His forehead provided only a fraction of protection from the brain, from only a fraction of protection from the brain than an adult would. Mm-hmm. Because of that, the brain damage would have been more severe than if it happened to him when he was an adult. Following the accident, Pushkin became more hostile and impulsive. In conclusion, if a child experiences physical abuse, sexual abuse, or head trauma, there's possibility of them becoming cool-hearted serial killers. Uh, the possibility of them consuming codes largely increases. It's it's on the page after the conclusion. Oh. Or like the next page or something. Oh, sorry. I think it's over here. It's right here. Yeah, I know you were right. Sorry, my bad. Okay. 
Uh, to be fair, not every child experiences those things and uh, becomes serial killers. Not every serial killer experiences those, king, those things as a child. But they do increase the possibility that the child will end up as the killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The same with, like, John McGacy. He also got uh, fell off a swing. Yeah. yeah. And, like, beatings from his father. Also. Yeah, but... Yeah, but yeah. anyway, I'm really proud of this essay. It's a nice essay. My essay was much more, like... My mom was, like... personal response. You therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? Okay. Um, but yeah. So yeah. we just want um, to. I want to take psychology in college. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I was like, I'm gonna do essay. something good. I'm gonna. Yeah. Carl's like, graduate. I'm gonna do things good. I'm gonna be a psychologist. I'm like, I think I'm gonna be a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a competition? Yes, Carl wins. <laughs> um, I have my life planned out. Um, <laughs> Like, legit planned out, though. Yeah. Like, I know which college I want to go to, and I know what I want to take, and I know what I want to do after college. Nice. And I'm like, okay, so I'm either going to become a lawyer or an army pilot. Okay. I'm going to start my story now, because we're 13 minutes in. All right. But the last time, half an hour, and I've done a page. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. We also talked about a lot of things in the other episode, so... We just... It was kind of just like whatever sprung to mind we talked about, because we haven't seen each other in like a week. Yeah. Like... Well, no, and this is like... We text a little bit. Yeah. But, uh... We don't really have these conversations like this. So when we have these conversations, it's recorded, and then... Everything that pops into our head, we say... We just you it out and then so sorry. sorry. They were like more of video calls. It seems like we'll be talking about one thing and then someone will be like, oh my god, god, I had this thought. And then we'll just start talking about random shit because we haven't talked to each other in a little bit. Oh yeah. It'll just all come out. Yeah. And like, we have conversations before we start recording too. Yeah. Like, we probably had a 10 minute conversation about I can't even remember before know. we recorded what? last week's episode. Yeah. Which would be like, like the one we recorded before this, but it would have been last week's because this is a week in advance. Yep. I don't know. It was like the first Friday in July or some shit like that. Is it the fourth? I don't know. Um, maybe. Okay, so yeah, this story. I'm doing a folklore because I haven't done one in a while, and it's part of. I know what you're doing because I saw it. I got excited. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's part of like the the description. I haven't done a folklore in a while, so I'm doing a folklore. I'm doing story of the Windigo. Which is. A folklore. <laughs> Sorry, I can't yeah. remember. Did I do the? It's close to Ace Ones. Yeah, it's close to Ace Ones. Yeah. Okay. I guess I was saying Wendigos scare the living fucking daylights out of me. They're like worse than Ace Ones. Nothing else scares me. I'm not scared of vampires, like anything like that. Wendigos, for whatever reason, like I, I don't really be- like be- Bigfoot. Like, mm. it's kind of like sure maybe, but like, even if Wendigos aren't fucking real, they scare the shit out of me. Like. No cap. You want to hear something funny? <laughs> Shitless over here. It's completely irrelevant to what's going on right now. Black car! I was camping. I, I told you I went swimming. That's why it scares me camping. I went swimming at like, like <laughs> 8 p.m. I'm dead in the water. What? I'm having him. I went swimming at like 8 p.m. And it's this big ass lake. And there was like nobody in the water. And it was kind of murky. And I was fucking freaked out. So I was like, I was up to like my, my shoulders and I was kind of chilling in the water. And then my friend was like, uh, or I was like, how long do you think it would take me to swim to, swim to those buoys? And my friend was like, I'll time you. So she goes, 
ready, set, go, and starts the timer. So I swim out to these buoys, and like halfway there, I fucking panic. I'm like, what if there's a shark? Hold on, there's no <laughs> sharks in lakes. What if there's the Ogopogo? <laughs> and I got to these buoys, and I touched them, like, stop the timer, and then I just swam as fast as I could yeah. up onto the beach, and I was like, I'm not going so back. So I watched a bit of Supernatural with my sister one time. I stopped watching it, it scared the shit out of me. Is that the TV show Kira really likes? Yeah. Um, but there's this one episode, it's called Dead in the Water, and it's about this dead boy, he had drowned. No. And this lake, and every day people would swim, he dragged him down. Mm-mm. Nope. It fucking scares me. I was never scared of, like, lakes before, never, like, things touched my feet, I, I didn't really care. Now I hate it, can't do that, it's... Like, I'm, I'm not a person that's easily scared. I don't like horror movies, but I can watch them. Mm-hmm. I just don't, they, I don't think they're enjoyable. I want to watch <laughs> but like I, it's not like that I'm like oh my god it's so scary it's more like I don't find it enjoyable but you'll still watch it yeah but that stuff the windows this dead in the water shit that fucking terrifies me i just so scared that's why I hated doing this Wendigo especially scares me because I love camping mm-hmm. and the episode they also did an episode on Wendigo that's what I watched that's why it scares me it was about like they killed campers. It, uh, I oh, yeah, so no, no. Much. I remember listening to this from, and that's why we drink, right? Yeah. And I was painting, and it was the funniest thing. Because you remember, okay, so my mom was in the hospital in yeah. Feb- March. Yeah. And I painted these two things, and I remember sending you a picture of one of them. Yeah. And it was uh-huh. the one with the green and then the trees yeah. and the mist. Yeah. I was listening to the episode on the Wendigos when I was painting that. And I was like, it's this tiny-ass painting. And I was like, why is this painting scaring me? <laughs> yeah. Um, so just disclaimer, I am going camping. So you're going to hate this. Tomorrow. I'm leaving tomorrow. And I was doing this. I got scared. I'm in my house in the city, and I got scared. Like, downtown. Yeah. <laughs> like, ghosts, like, sometimes I'll be like, that's creepy. But I'm like, that's not going to happen to me because yeah. I don't live there. Ghosts are like usually like they're attached to a place or an object. Like I'm like I don't have anything in my house. I'm good. Windigos are just scary. I used to go ghost hunting <laughs> with my friends in my house when I was like eight. Um, we'd turn off all the lights and we'd uh, like upstairs and we'd walk upstairs in this line and we like pretend to see things. And we just scream at the top of our lungs, book it downstairs, jump on the couch, and then tell each other what we saw. And it was the funniest thing ever. And nobody wanted to be in the front because once somebody screamed, you were at the back when you were running down the stairs. Yeah. I hated that. But you didn't want to be at the back going up the stairs because then you can't see anything. You don't even yeah. get up the stairs. So I love being in the middle because you can like see everything. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. But it's the funniest thing because my house is not freaking haunted. Yeah. We built it. You built it. We built our house, and even if it was like on like a like a First Nations burial grounds or whatever, which it isn't, um, we blessed the foundations. You're First Nations. Yeah. Like you're indigenous. Yeah. So like, <laughs> we blessed the foundations and we smudged before we built yeah. it up, and there's like blessed tobacco underneath the basement floorboard. Or yeah. Like concrete floor. Yeah. Like, there's no way that house is fucking yeah. haunted. And that's kind of why I want to play with the Ouija board. Because yeah. even if something attaches to me, it can't fucking go in that house. Yeah, like, you're like, it's not going to get me. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, it's, it's that, really funny. That's literally my second bullet point. That just so you know, I'm not a person that's scared easily. Windigos scare the shit out of me. I don't know if I'm being like dramatic or something. I am. They just terrify me because, like, one of the things like they could prey on campers. Mm-hmm. And I love camping. Mm-hmm. So I hate sleeping in camping now because. And I'm like, oh, is that sound a windigo or is it a bird? I don't know. I think it's a windigo. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, I remember listening to this. Yeah, this story comes out of an Algonquin, uh, like an indigenous tribe. Algonquin. I was trying to remember because I remember looking up Miigwech, what language that was. Yeah, Algonquin. Yeah, an Algonquin. It's an Algonquin folklore. So, uh. Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, the Wendigo appears in Marvel comics. In the first inch issue. Really? Yeah. First issue was when the first issue it appeared in was in the Incredible Hulk in 1973, where the Wendigo fought the Hulk and Wolverine. Which is who I think would fight a Wendigo Wolverine. I want to watch that movie. It's not a movie. It's I know, but I want them to make it, and <laughs> oh. I want to watch it. <laughs> All right. It also appeared in several television shows, including Supernatural, which I saw it in, Grimm, and Charmed. So, Wendigos came from the indigenous stories, uh, came from indigenous stories of cannibalism, murder, and general, uh, generally overall greed. Uh, the Wendigo... You know what gets me? What? I can, I'm chill with Ace Worms. I'm okay with Wendigos. I'm fine with fucking Ted Bundy. Yeah. I cannot with cannibals. Oh yeah, also Albert Fish. That guy's a Taurus. <laughs> nice. Um, so, the Wendigo was created, uh, like, for... Like times of famine when people might resort to eating humans out of like hunger and starvation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like just to survive. <laughs> so boat. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. There's this boat. You're looking at me like you're so pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I don't mean to. Just like uh-huh. <laughs> there's this boat that got lost in like the 1800s or 1700s yeah. or freaking I don't know. It was a long time ago. Um, and it was this English boat or something. That was trying to find the Northwest Passage. Yeah. And it got lost. And, like, the First Nations found it. But, like, the white people wouldn't listen to them. Yeah. Um, and then when they found it... I I listened to this on the uh, Secret Life of Canada. It's really funny. This joke they made. Because uh, the sailors resorted to cannibalism to survive. Yeah. But they didn't make it sound bad in this in this podcast. They made it sound funny because um, they were like they used like boots to contain the meat and stuff, and they were like, "It's oh, a it's new like, Tupperware brand." See, I almost like it's like popcorn in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "It's a new Tupperware Human popcorn." <laughs> Woo! It's a new Tupperware brand. Just you know, stick it in the boot, and your best friend's flesh is nice for weeks. <laughs> That's nice. Too. It's really funny. <laughs> uh, so originally, uh, like in the Algonquin folklore, uh, it's like a spirit that can take over you and then turn you into a Wendigo. Mm-hmm. But like it's still like a spirit. So like you're a Wendigo, but there's also like a spirit that will like just leave after you become one and turn someone else. Uh, but over time, other folklores have changed it into like a physical thing that can come like it's not a spirit anymore it's like a physical thing so in so the original story <laughs> there are variations and like i'm sorry if you grew up with the story mm-hmm. and this is not the story this is just the one i found that was like 
the original that said. So if you grip with a different story, I'm sorry, I'm not meaning to like butcher it or like like say badly to the story you heard. I mean, this is just the story that I found that was mm-hmm. so the There's lots of different versions. Same yeah. with when I did the A song, and I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. A song, a song, I don't know. <laughs> There was a lot of different versions of how it looks and where it lives and what yeah, it does same with exactly. Like, I, I'm, I'm not meaning to be like super white and being like, no, this is the one. There's no other. I'm sorry if you go for the different version. Tech email us though. I want to hear your version. Yeah, I want to hear your version. Yeah. So the Algonquin one was there were two hunters who got lost in the wi- in the woods in the winter. It was really really cold and they couldn't find food anywhere. Uh, and so they were like, we're gonna die. But they accepted it. But one of the hunters... I've, I've just come to accept it. I was like, I get freaked out. It's like midnight, and I go upstairs to get like a glass of water or something, and I like hear someone walking around or some shit. And I'm like, you know, and then it's, it's gone to the point where I'm like, you know what, if it's my time, it's my time, and I hope it's quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, if I have to go, it's my time to go. Please, like, be, just make, make sure, sure I can... If someone kills me, at least make sure I'm identifiable. Mm-hmm. Like, leave my face. I'm pretty... No, just kidding. I don't want to get strangled. That take a long time. Just like That's shoot me in like the, the heart. One way I don't want to go is suffocation or drowning or drown. strangulation. I can't. No. I don't want to drown. No. Nope. Yeah. That is the one way. I'm chill with freaking getting stabbed. Kind of. I'd rather not, but I'd be okay with it. If, <laughs> if, if I had the choice of getting stabbed and getting strangled, I would most stabbed. definitely get yeah. stabbed. Yeah. Um. So the two hunters were like lost and. They were like, we're going to die. One of the hunters resorted to eating the other one in order to survive with harsh conditions. And after tasting human flesh, he, like, turned to a monster. I hate this because I'm First Wendigo. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the Wendigo monster. Uh, now wanders around looking for people to eat. Uh, because in the folklore, the reason the Wendigo hunts and kills is because it never like gets full like it's always hungry mm-hmm. so yikes um other versions suggest that it's not just anyone who resorts to cannibalism to survive it's just anyone who is generally greedy like they can get possessed by like window and they turn after uh or so bloodness. i'm gonna turn into a window you're not greedy uh but it, it's it was more like in times of famine or like when they couldn't find a lot of food. If you were being greedy with food, mm-hmm. like if you had food and wouldn't share it, mm-hmm. then like you possess a wind to go like, yeah, um, um, yeah. So the story some people think. Oh, so the story some people think it came, like it first came about when settlers first came, and <laughs> they scared the settlers away. No, it was more like when they had they were like trying to coexist kind of. Mm. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like in, you mean the part that's reported in, the in like most in like wrong. the very 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 beginning when they first came and they were like mm, maybe let's. Chill. I'm gonna go on a rant. I'm so sorry. My brother had you know you do Canadian history in grade seven yeah. in our school. Our school. I know other schools do it different. Yeah. Or it wasn't Canadian history. It was uh, Age of Exploration. I think what Ooh, it's called. Yikes. Yeah. It's so wrong. But like they discovered but, Canada. Technically, Christopher Columbus discovered South America, not North yeah. America. So that's wrong. But um, my brother took this test, and he had it in the car. He's in the Caribbean. He landed in Jamaica. I know. So it's definitely not North America. Yeah. But, um, no, my brother had Ronan, or 
Yeah, I've said his name on this yeah. before. He hates it, but whatever. Uh, he, um, he had his test in the car for whatever reason. I don't know why. And I picked it up. I was like, ooh, look, I liked this block. Let's see what you got. Mm. And his dirt product told it. Whatever. Accurately. I liked it. Yeah. Um, so we were, I was flipping through. I was like, oh, which questions did you get wrong? I'm flipping through, and I find this one question. It's a multiple choice question. It was, um, like, what happened when John Cartier came to, like, Quebec or something oh, yeah, like yeah. that? And it was, like, the him and the, the I can't remember. I'm, I'm just going to say first names because I can't remember which group is there. Um, they got along. Métis. Maybe, yeah. It was like they there was a couple options. Okay, it's and me- then and I'm, then uh, but it was all kind of like they got along, he treated them fairly and or it was, like circle, it was like circle which one was wrong or circle which one is right. And it's like they got along, he treated them fairly, or like they went to war or something like I don't know. Or but it's all like positive things, you yeah. know. And then Ronan, and then the fourth answer was none of the above. Ronan circles none of the above, like a good boy, you, which you is know, accurate. like accurately. <laughs> and then the teacher goes, no, 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 you're wrong. He, they got along, and I was like, no, you have to argue on this. Really, like, you can't. Do you want to bet? Because <sighs> I bet generations of indigenous people would disagree. I beg to differ. <laughs> I don't know. I just got so mad, and I got so worked up about it too. Yeah. And Ronan was like, "It's okay. Like, I'm okay with getting this question wrong. I still did good." I was like, "That's not the point. The point is, she's teaching it wrong, so she's got to fix it." Yeah. Like that is not the lessons you should be teaching your children. Mm-hmm. That the white people came and everything was lauded out fucking fine. It wasn't fine. It's like someone just coming into your house and going, "Okay, this is mine. Fucking now, get the fuck out." <laughs> Sorry. There's this episode on Secret Life of Canada where they talk about, it's like their first live show, and they talk about the um, history of Toronto, and they have three Canadian actors helping them, Yeah. and it's the funniest thing, because they do like reenactments, because they have actors with them, Yeah. and there's this one, and I can't remember what the guy's name is, but it's this English dude with a wig, and he's like a commander, and he's like, so, so something's really bothering me. Someone keeps stealing my wig. It's gr- it's gray with tight curls, and it's got my name Roger inside of it. If you find if you find it, please return it to me. No questions asked. And then later on, he's like, "Guys, I blew something up. I I wasn't wearing my wig, but I I still blew it up. I still help. It's the funniest thing ever. Yikes! <laughs> it's really funny." <laughs> And it's completely irrelevant to what we were talking about before, but it was really, really funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, people think that it's not, like, a very old story, that it's a newer story, and I don't know how accurate that is, but that's just what I found, that they think it's, it came, when, a settler, when settlers from uh, England and France came, like the UK and France, they came and... Uh, they like made up this story because food was much more rationed then because white people were fucking fuckers. <laughs> I'm sorry, it makes me really mad. But like, c- because the white people came, took food or like put them on reservations or like did horrible things so they couldn't get 
food that they normally would. I'm sorry, I'm still listening. I just yeah, need yeah. to find that audio bit for you. Okay. So they made up, they like they, they made this folklore of like just make sure people didn't start eating other people. Uh, like just like warn people off, like don't fucking do it. Mm-hmm. So um, the Wendigos are also known as the spirit of the lonely places because if they thought you were turning into a Wendigo, you're possessed or like <laughs> something. They, no, they would just leave you there. <laughs> they would be like, okay, we're, you can stay here. We're getting the fuck out. We don't want you to eat us. Uh, so during times of famine, many tribes would perform ceremonial dances to warn and remind people off the temptation of the Wendigo. Uh-huh. Ceremonial dances were actually called... Okay, you're going to read this for me, okay? Okay. Okay, sorry. Because, I should really listen to you. Um, I can't. What am I doing? You're going to read what the signal of dance is called. Are We're you right at the bottom. Are you kidding me? You're just making me do this. <laughs> no, because I don't know how to so, say no, it. No, you're making me do this because so it sounds less racist when you get it wrong. No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I tried to pronounce that, and I'm like, I don't know how, and I couldn't find a pronunciation Alrighty. anywhere. Uh, Windigook and... Windigook and... And Helmagwin, Wendigook has Wonga again. Wendigook has Hamoin. Yeah, that sounds more accurate than what I said. <laughs> That's the, like, that was what the dance was called. I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. I couldn't find how to pronounce it anywhere. Sure. Yeah. Also, like, the spellings of Wendigos, there was like, it had a whole section in Wikipedia. Like, there are so many spellings people go with. Like, the one I'm going, like, that's, like, kind of universal, that everyone agrees that could be a spelling. It's W-E-N-D-I-G-O. Like, exactly how it sounds. Yeah. But some of them are, like, W-I-I-D. Like, right. That so, sounds... Some of them have, like, I, some have, like, two E's. That feels like... Okay, so There's the one, way you spell it sounds like the, um, um... What the frick is that word? Chronological? No, 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 no. Um... You know when the uh, like British people came and they started changing uh, First Nations names so they could like say them, like whitenized. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say that. I'm like, like, I know it's wrong. That's not the actual word. Yeah, like. But yeah, it sounds like it sounds like the whitenized yeah. way of I, saying I was, it or like spelling there it. There was also like, what language did Algonquin speak again? You said something. I said Algonquin. I said Miigwech. I don't freaking. Um, I think Algonquin is like the language. Yeah. So um, but yeah. in the Algonquin, it it is, is also really weird. Like, yeah. it's just weird to me looking at it. Because, like, no, they're, I find them so freaking fun to look at. Yeah. It has, like, like, J's and K's. No, and there's, like, double I's in there's them. There's, like, yeah. I'm like, what so is there going were, on? I didn't write it down. I should have written it down. But it was, like, W-I-J-K-I-E. I was, like, I'm not going to try. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it says Windigo, but it's, like, it's not English. So and there's, I'm like, ignorant. double I's. I yeah. know. And, like, there's multiple spellings for Miigwech as well. Yeah. There's, like, double I's and there's, like. And the J's in there. Yeah, but the, like some. the universal, how like most people spell it, it seems to be this one. So yes, yeah. which is definitely the whitenized version. hundred oh, percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tribes would also assign members of their community as Wendigo slayers for hire, like Wendigo hitmen, uh, <laughs> because like it was very serious. Like they, they like they believe this. Right. So why fucking scares me? She you believe in these things? Yes, it scares me so bad. I prefer like, not to, just so I can sleep. Yeah. So they would like protect the community, and so like if they saw or thought anyone could possibly be it, they could just kill them. 
Like, if, if they thought you looked like a window or acting like a wendigo, they'd just kill you. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, anyone I wrote anyone believed to be possessed by the Wendigo would be ordered to be killed. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm gonna put a description to pop in your little mind. Alrighty. Uh wait, is it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, here we go. So the Wendigo is a cold weather monster and so it's more seen in Canada. <laughs> Not over here, more in like Ontario, Manitoba Ontario I mean, and Quebec. To be fair, it's pretty fucking cold in Alberta. Yeah. It's just not really seen up. It seems sometimes there is like a famous case, but usually it's over in uh There's not a lot of it's okay, over by, it's by the Great Lakes. Ignorant. It's more by the Great Lakes. There's not as many like trees in Alberta. Yeah, there's more plains, yeah. Um, and like definitely not Saskatchewan. Yeah, that's it's not, just one big prairie. There's none there. It it's yeah, there's none there. So the window is a cold weather monster, usually seen in Canada or northern states like Minnesota. It's like the only state seen in, in the US. Uh, the Wendigo. <laughs> you know how oh. I figure out where the states are? Mm. Well, I sing that song. Long. We said that before. I hear a state and I kind of think about it, figure out the two, the, the, like, the section of the song it's in, and I'm like, okay, so it's on like that kind of section. It's of like over there. Yeah. Because it goes Texas, Minnesota. Yeah. So it's in the north. It's yeah. kind of on that side of Texas. Yeah. So, um, the Wendigo, sorry, the Wendigo creature is reported spe- specifically a lot in Kenora, which I've been to. It has Kenora? Great Kenora. Yeah. It's in Ontario. Okay. I've been there. I was, is that where you drove to, like, uh, we drove, years ago? We, we, we didn't drive specifically to there. We went there, and then we went back, like, went to Oshawa. We, went to, we were driving to Oshawa. Mm. We stayed in Kenora. It's, like, a day's drive from Oshawa. It's Where's Oshawa? Now near really Toronto. Dumb. It's near Toronto. Hold on. Oshawa is different than Ottawa. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's, it's so... real. Oshawa is really small. So, Kenora is known as the like Wendigo capital of the world because like lots of reports are there because it's like kind of sort of in the mountains, not really in the mountains. Like it's like like the Appalachian Mountains. No, no, no. It's just. Uh, lots of foresty. It's kind of like if Banff were on a mountain. Banff is on a mountain. If Banff weren't on a mountain, it's like really foresty. They're kind of like so, like built by prisoners of war. No, like kind of just like really foresty and really like you know like Banff looks. Yeah. Where like no, I'm just doing this to bother you. It's kind of funny when you get annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> like Banff is all like really low because they want to like keep it so it looks nice. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Where like it's in lots of forest. Really forest area. I don't know. I'm such a horrible person. We're at 40 minutes. I'm sorry. Okay. So the Algonquin described the Wendigo as uh, a giant with a heart made of ice. I thought you were gonna say a heart made of gold. No ice. It might like the monster might be entirely made of ice. They have a deformed body with missing lips and toes. I don't know how they oh. balance. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. Other descriptions say they are as tall as a tree, lipless with. A lipless mouth with jagged teeth. Yeah, I'm chill with no toes, but the no lips is really screwing yeah. me. Yeah, jagged teeth, uh, and they like hiss when they breathe. Like it's just like the sound they make. <laughs> and their Sneak. footprints are full of blood. No, it's because their toes were cut off. Yeah. Uh, the general consensus of what it looks like is like a really slim, like guy, like person, really really tall, and their skin is stretched so tight. Because they're so like starved that you can like see all their bones, so it kind of looks like a skeleton. I think we found a picture of a Wendigo when we were looking for pictures of ace longs. Yeah. Do you remember the one 
where it was like super tall and had a long ass tongue. That's yeah. what I kind of picture as a wendigo. Yeah. Uh, they're about 15 feet tall. They look emaciated and gaunt. Their eyes glow like an owl. And uh, in Algonquin, they're, like the name, the part of it means owl. Hmm. Uh, their eyes are like set really, really deep into their head. Like, like they just like have really deep eye sockets. Uh, they wear razor sharp claws. Uh, there's a quote that says, "What what lips it had were bloody and tattered. Uh, their bodies smell like they're rotten, rotting, kind of like zombies. And they have like matted, they have really long tongues and matted hair on their head. In most depictions, they have antlers. I hate that. Yeah. Uh, they, it's kind of like a caught. It describes like a cross. It kind of looks like a cross between a werewolf, a zombie, and Bigfoot. It's just the tree. Okay. Uh, legend has it that they are so thin that they can't be seen. Head, like they can't be seen from the side. Like like they're, like they're basically two D. I hate that. Yeah, they can only like, see if you're facing them head on. Uh, they're so skinny they can't see. Yeah, two D. Uh, during the twentieth century, uh, a number of people went in missing in an area. I can't remember where. Should have wrote that down. Was a smaller chance than that. Sorry. Should have wrote where they got. There was a, it, it was in um, Minnesota somewhere. What? There was like a bunch of people getting went missing in the 20th century. Nice. And they thought it was Wendigos. Well, now I want to find that because I was going to do a missing person case this week, and I was like, psych, they're long. <laughs> uh, Wendigos. Wendigo can also be translated to the evil spirit that devours mankind. People <laughs> believe that. It possesses people, controlling their minds, turning them from a window from like the inside out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes them crave the taste of humans. Oh. So, like, there's like stages people think of becoming a Wendigo. Mm-hmm. First, you smell like weird smells that people mm-hmm. can't smell, which I'm thinking is like maybe like the smell of people. I can smell people. Yeah, but like some people reek. No, <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, like. In like fairy, like kind of fairy tales, like mythical creatures, they get, like can smell. Oh, they can like smell your blood. Yeah, I feel like yeah. knew that's it or something. So, uh, then they like get a vampire. Then yeah, kind of. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's just what I thought about. Like, is it like the smell of people that you're smelling? Like the smell of like human flesh that you can just smell now? I don't know. Like Edward Cullen, <laughs> when he first sees Bella and he's like, he'll be shitting his pants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, the second stage is they get nightmares, so they keep them up all night, so they are super sleep deprived, and they slowly lose their sanity, mm. so they can't sleep. Then they lose, they, they, they feel like their legs and feet are on fire, oh. so they'll strip. So they have, like, extreme so, frostbite. Yeah, so they'll strip and run naked into the woods, <laughs> because they're like, I'm on fucking fire, and they're already sleep deprived, basically That's not the symptom of, like, 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 hypothermia, or, um frostbite where your body just like you're so cold you feel hot yeah so uh like people don't come back really people that have like returned from like running into the woods naked after like they're they kind of like turned to a wendigo or whatever it's funny they don't come back the same Ooh. uh so in some versions wendigos are super super fast like super speedy well now i hate that but in others they walk really haggardly like a zombie yeah. What if you, well, and they smell like decaying like a... flesh. They smell like dead bodies. So like sweet, right? Well, you ever see like, it smell like raw, bad meat? No. It doesn't really smell sweet. It smells fucking ass. <laughs> like, it, it, they say it's 
smells sweet because it, it smells like rotting food. Or like you rotting food kind of smells. But like it kind of smells sweet, right? Nasty. That's kind of. Not how sweet in a good way. Not sweet in a good yeah, way. Yeah, no, no, no. Like sick sweet. Yeah. That's how people describe yeah. like decomposing bodies. Yeah. It's really sad that I know the description to decomposing bodies. Yeah. <laughs> so the Wendigos don't. It doesn't really matter if they're fast or not because Wendigos get their prey from mimicking human voices. No. To give people to come to the forest. They usually mimic voices that you know Mm-mm. and make them sound like they're in danger. Nope. Because, like, if I heard my mom or you or something just in the forest being like, Farron, I'm fucking... Well, now fucking... I'm going to be an asshole to you if we ever go camp and just be like, help me, Farron, help I'll me. I'll be like, I will kill you. Book it across the campground. Well, I'm not going to be like, mm, no. Because like, I'm, I'm going to be like, the fuck? Okay, I got the Well, no, somebody. that's messing with me now. Because what if it's like not a window and they're actually in trouble? Yeah, that's and you the don't thing. Like, go, and you like, you don't want to not go because yeah. you're actually in trouble. That's why you bring someone else with you. Yeah. So, you know, like that's the whole army. So the longer the Wendigo is alive, the stronger they become. Eventually, they're able to control the weather hmm. so that they can, like, uh, make it darker before Mm-mm. even night so they can hunt for a longer time because they're kind of nocturnal. Um, no, thanks. Yeah. Uh, they can also so, like, they can also summon, like, animals, kind of, like, talk to them, like, manipulate animals. So even if you get away from the Wendigo, it could be, like, look, bear, attack that person. <laughs> And then you die anyway, and the Wendigo eats you. My dad is so scared of bears. I know he is. <laughs> it's really He's funny. like, my dad's like, kill you makes you start. Except like, for bears. Bears, bears will kill, kill you. <laughs> my dad's got a shirt like that. He remember I painted that for, for Christmas. <laughs> nice. He, okay, sorry. This is time I was camping with my uh, parents. I'm just trying to see if I have Wendigo on this list so I can check it off. I don't think I do. Okay. Um... We were camping in like Kimberly or something, and we went on a hike, and we were not that far in, probably a hundred meters into the hike, and my mom was ahead of us because she's all gung ho about hikes. She really yeah. likes them, and she turns around and she literally waddles back to us like a fucking penguin, and she goes bear, 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 bear. And there's a bear. <laughs> there was a bear on the trail. And it was so funny. Why'd she do that? <laughs> she was trying not to freak us out. But here, I'll show you. She was, she's like, she's like pretty far ahead of us. And then she comes back and she's like, bear, bear, bear. <laughs> she's like waddling. That was the funniest thing. And we were just like, I couldn't even like, like it worked. None of us panicked. Yeah. Because she looked ridiculous. And you're like, Bye. oh, okay. So I'll have <laughs> so you like, later after we finish running. <laughs> just getting yeah. from bears. So we were like, okay, well, we're going to go back and tell the campground that there's a bear. Yeah. Um, so, really also, as they grow older, they get stronger, and they, like, get faster. Um, they also can, like, heal themselves. Even if you hurt it, it can heal itself. Yeah. Mm, lovely. Yeah. So, most sightings happen between the 1800s and the 1920s. The last reported, uh, sighting... Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, like, there haven't been many sightings anymore. It seems like you, there's no, not a lot of people, like, starving. Like, there's a lot of people, like, not over here. Not in Canada. Yeah, like, usually you have some access or you can steal food. Like, there's I not can make like, an you, argument about the Inuit, but... Yeah, but, like, there's not as many people as there might have been before that mm-hmm. they have no way of reaching food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, it, the, like, Wendigos go back 
really long time. Uh, one of the first reported ones was in 1661. There was a Jesuit relation document that described something that was like very much like the, along with things of a Wendigo. According to this, a settler's version of the Wendigo story. A settler? Like a settler's version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like early settlers, settlers, settlers. Settler. Yeah. Uh, a Wendigo settler. Settler. Sorry. Settler. Just shut up. A Wendigo sighting meant that someone was gonna die. It was like an omen. Right. I don't know. It's like yeah. grim. Yeah. In a town in Minnesota, apparently, uh, a Wendigo kept appearing for like a, a decades, and every time it like someone saw it, someone died like right after, like the next day or whatever. Like get murdered, kind of die or like. I don't know. Just like die and just to die. They would die. I don't think it's die, murder die. I think it was more like they get sick and then die. Well, that just or they seems get hit like by a, a car and die. Ass coincidence. Now. Yeah. So, to kill a window, it can only a windigo. You can only be killed by iron, steel, silver, or fire. Kind of like a werewolf, like silver. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they have to starve to death. They cannot find any people to eat. What's so, a bullet made out of? No, it's not really dumb. But can't you just steel. shoot it because it's metal? Isn't it Probably, but it's some things like they're really fast, or they're two D, so you can't even see them. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> so the best way to kill one is to shatter its heart with silver stake. Shatter its heart. Well, it's made of ice. Oh yeah. With a silver stake, then dismember the body with a pure silver axe, which we all have laying around. So that's convenient. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go grab my. Good thing I have that one packed in my bag. <laughs> How could I forget that? So, there was a chief of a Cree tribe, uh, his name was Jack, I also think that might have been just a white guy's name, mm-hmm. uh, so he was like, the, they were related to him. You? Yeah. Cool. Cree. His name was, uh, Jack, that's what it goes, that's all what they call him, uh, he was like a winter killer in his community, and he was known to have killed 14 windows in his time. By the time he's 87. So, as much as that, like, sounds badass, mm-hmm. Wendigo, like, most of the people were, uh, like, people would come to him and be like, my... My ex is a Wendigo, go no, 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 not, not like that. Being like, <laughs> my aunt or my sibling, my daughter, my grandmother, my, my least parent, favorite child is They're acting super suspicious, think they're a Wendigo, and he'd go kill them. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Sometimes people who thought they were being, they had been, like, attacked, or they, like, felt like, like, I'm gonna turn into a cannibal, they asked him to kill them. Like, he, he they were like, hey, can you kill me? Hmm, no, I don't want to be related. Yeah. So, as much as, like, he could have killed, like, a Wendigo, yeah. sure. But lots of times, just like alleged Wendigos, right? But he was just kind of a murderer, <laughs> which like lots of it's like it's like part of his belief system. But some of them might just be alleged. At 15 I don't know. Minutes. So when the RCMP was first being established, uh, when Jack was killing people, I hate the RCMP. Yeah, uh, they were like need to make a make sound like seem legit. Okay, no way. So I'm they, gonna go back. Sorry, I just said I hate the RCMP. I don't actually like. They were basically, like, they were, I don't know. I hate them then. They're okay-ish now. Yeah. But I just back then they were, like, created to, maybe I'm thinking of the They're created Northwest to control. Known police. But they were, like, created to keep the First Nations in their, like, in line, yeah. barbed wire. Yeah. Fences. 
So <laughs> when the RCMP was first established, they need to like make a, an example of someone. So they arrested Jack and his brother. Uh, well, after he like he killed the woman who was a who who actually this woman, she was actually turned into a windigo and she was threatening to kill everyone in the, the community. Like she was going crazy mm-hmm. for some reason or another, <clears throat> and she was like, "I'm gonna kill." She was like threatening to kill everybody, so he killed him. Uh, well, so they arrested him and took him to jail, and they were gonna kill him, but he he killed himself because he didn't want to go to jail, because again, this was like early Canada, so jail was not a thing for people who were indigenous, so it's it just them being dickheads and being like, no, you're gonna yeah. go to jail. J- jail for indigenous people is just go eat them in the forest. Yeah. So there is a medical term and a medical, like, explanation for mm-hmm. Wendigos, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's called Wendigo psychosis, which is, a, it's a real condition, and it creates an intense craving for human flesh because the person who has it is so afraid of being a cannibal. Oh, so it's kind of like the, um, fuck, what's it called? Uh, 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 it's a, it's a... Oh, what? <laughs> it's a what? Oh my god. It's a, it's not the, uh, oh. it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, you're so, you're so scared that you're going to become a cannibal. You're thinking about Placebo it all. effect. Yeah. You're, you're so afraid, like, it's like, you're so afraid that you're going to become a cannibal that you think about it nonstop because you're like, I don't want to become a cannibal. And then you actually, like, develop a thirst for human flesh. Like, cannibalistic yeah, and yeah, it's, it's a delusion uh, where they think they're going to become a cannibal. Like, they think it's inevitable. They're like, why the fuck, why? Like, I'm so scared of becoming a cannibal. Uh, and they see others as edible, even when there's I mean, food accessible to them. Technically, they're, they are edible. But, like, even when there's food accessible. Like, there could be, like... Someone please lock me up. Some Chipotle just beside you. <laughs> but then, I mean, I'm like... I mean, if I had the choice between explosive diarrhea and four hours and a human explosive diarrhea charlie <laughs> you pick explosive diarrhea <laughs> but it's like if i had some chips but i was like whoa carly you're looking yummy i'd eat carly instead i would go for the chips actually no it depends actually no, no it does not <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> no i would eat the chips i love chips chips and ice cream those are my things yeah i also kind of like gummies <laughs> so the psychosis like happens mostly to i love halloween that, the psychosis happens mostly to, to people living near the Great Lakes, Canada, right, and like northern U.S. near the Great Lakes as well. So the psychosis is only defined as Wendigo psychosis when the person believes that they must eat human flesh to survive, even though there's other food accessible. Mm. So they're like, this is the only way. Yeah, it occurs usually when in the winter when people are very isolated or alone for periods of long time and they just like alone with their thoughts and then they go crazy oh so it's like like um they become delusional and they think that being they think that they're going to become a cannibal like they're terrified of it and they like start seeing other people as food and not just people oh my god yes and they're like maybe we should eat them (laughs) so indigenous people that people believe that this psychosis can be cured by traditional indigenous healings uh, but if it doesn't work, like if you're still gonna become a cannibal, they're just gonna kill you. So better fucking work. 
So a case of it was in 1878. There was a Cree man named Swift Runner, uh, who is a trader and trapper, and he was a married and a father of six. I mean, the translation is Swift Runner. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was a really cold winter, and they were, like, all star- kind of starving, uh, the, and their first son had already died. Uh, so at that point, he started to develop Wendigo psychosis, and even though he knew there was a mu- a mu- emergency, well, emergency food available only, like, 20 miles away, he didn't do that, and chopped up the rest of his family and ate them. No! Nope. Yeah. So, that's... Six people, he ate every single bit of them. That's a lot. And even, yeah, and even when they found evidence of the bodies, he had sucked the bone marrow out of them, leaving nothing untouched on all six people. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. So another one... Well, no, and you also, like, that's a lot because there's other people who... Maybe it was that guy who, um, even that guy, he didn't eat the whole guy for 10 months. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. That's the thing. It, like, just makes you eat, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I eat a steak, and I'm good. You eat a steak. steak. (laughs) A fish fillet. I eat a salad. Ew, ew, salad. I like fruit. Karen. (laughs) (laughs) So, another case is... No, I just eat chips. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Another case is in 1920, there was a young doctor and his wife who moved to Fort Kent, which is in Alberta. This is the famous case. So the doctor's wife became fatally ill, and she died, uh-huh. and he locked himself in the That's house. That's ironic. The doctor's wife yeah. died. Uh, he locked himself in the house and supposedly ate his wife. Like, Ew. I don't, I, like, some think places say that he ate his wife, some things that just, like, he locked himself up. But, like, people in the town didn't know she had died because he she died and he just locked himself away. Did he make a skin suit? No. Sorry. Um, so he was got really depressed and he was really isolated. So then he, uh, like, the story was that either he developed Wendigo psychosis or induced people believe that the Wendigo can prey on, like, weak souls. And can he you was... make a human leather jacket? What the this fuck? This is why I need a therapist, okay? Carl, <laughs> shut up. Uh, so the Wendigo prayed on weak people, and he was really sad, so he possessed him. So shortly after, like, a few days after, like, a week after, oh, wait, it was, like, a week after he was isolated, he, like, came out again, and he kept inviting people over. <coughs> and one by one, he killed and ate them. So once people started to notice that everyone was fucking missing, they started, like, asking questions and were, like, suspicious. So when the doctor found out that he was getting, like, they are catching on, he went on a killing spree and killed and ate every single person in the town, except for 11 people. Like, it wasn't a big town, but it was, like, maybe a couple hundred people. Mm. He just ate them. And, he, and he'd leave a pile of bones. That's disgusting. And, like, apparently Fort Kent now is, like, kind of a ghost town. Like, Ooh, I want to go there. Not a lot of people around Let's there. Let's go there. Yeah. He ate all their flesh and left a pile of bones at each, each spot where he left. Where he, where he ate at. I'm sorry. How old is your sister going to be next year? And, like, 18. When's your birthday? Her birthday's in May. Okay. Yeah, she just turned 17. Uh, he ran off into the woods, leaving everything in his house behind, and legend says you can still hear him laughing at night in the woods. No! Woo! Yeah. The last sighting was supposed to, uh, was in 1987, oh, 1997, that's the number, 1997, when a trucker <coughs> was driving down the side and saw, like, a Wendigo, 
uh, in Ontario. Uh, and just casually saw one. Yeah. Around the same time, or like in the early 2000s, I guess, uh, there were some boys, they were in the woods, and they saw something in the woods, and they filmed it, and it looks like a Wendigo. Nope. And like, I couldn't find the footage, but there's like description of everywhere. It's like, it's really tall fucking creature, and it's mm-hmm. super skinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm done. I wrote done. Wow. In big letters. Okay, quick question. Do they have rib cages? Because yeah. them being like, two-dimensional and not being able to see them from the side means they it, don't just kind of like have the red cage. Like, they still, like, that's just kind of, like, how they're, like, described, like, as, like, the legend. I like a freaking princess right now. Well, okay, we should probably go to your stuff because I took an hour. How the hell is that so taking I don't know. We didn't even go on that many tangents this time. I don't know. I think. I don't know. Okay, go. Here's going to be, like, you lie. Should we try to listen to this trying to figure out, a, like, a title? Yeah. just going to be like, well, I send it to her, and she she's great, because she actually listens to the entire thing and comes up with these titles. She could not come up with a title last week's, because we didn't really say anything funny. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> the, title, the title is like, Crazy Twins and More About Vamp, or something like that. Yeah, I was like, we funny. literally said nothing funny. <laughs> Sorry, dudes. I'm sure you'll have. I, I'm talking to the ceiling. I, Kira, you're God. I'm sure you'll have a great time. <laughs> we're talking about here. We, we tend to look up. We're like, where should I do this? What's that? Uh, it's in the attic. There's an attic the, in your garage? Do we keep the dead bodies? Oh. No, I don't know what's in there. It's just kind of an attic. Go, you start. What are you doing? <laughs> what am I doing? I am doing. A, okay, I'm really proud of myself because this is something that, and that's why we drink hasn't done as far as I know. I'm not caught up completely. Yeah. Um, a couple weeks ago, I was like, because I have the Ogopogo on my list of things to do, and I was like, oh, that, and that's why we drink haven't done this. Forgetting that M likes Canada. Yeah. She did the Ogopogo. did the Ogopogo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I hadn't listened to that yet. So I was like, I was like, they're never gonna do this. No, and then I listened to the episode about the Ogopogo, and I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> they did it." People, so like we, me and Carl listen to this podcast, even that's what we drink. It's really and good. It there's like over two hundred, around two hundred episodes. Yeah, I can right check. Now. It's there's, like, like hundred. It's really close. It's like it's really close to hundred, like two hundred. Yeah, so they've covered like a bunch of stories. It's so like, so it's hard to like find. It's hard to find done. an original thing. Like two hundred and eighteen episodes. Yeah. We really love them though. They're great. We send them an email. I don't think they're ever gonna see it. <laughs> no, I think they read it. They just don't give a shit. I don't think they're ever gonna see it. They, they like they're kind of famous. They're gonna get thousands yeah. of emails. Oh yeah, that's true. And we're just kind of there. <laughs> we're like, hi, mention our podcast on your podcast. I just want them to see if that's gonna happen. No, I just want them to know I love them. Oh yeah. I love lemon. I love, I love lamp. <laughs> You go. You're starring. Go. <laughs> Ogopogo, but not really Ogopogo. It's not even near the Ogopogo. What is it? It's the... Fuck. Orangmadan. Orangutan. It's a boat. <laughs> Orangutan boat. <laughs> what do you mean? Orangutan? It's the name of the boat. It's the SS Orangmadan. It's, I feel like they're running out of names. So they're like, okay, um, what's two words? Damsel and orangutan. Orangutan. Oh. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's kind of a conspiracy theory. Orangutan bell. There's a massive conspiracy or th- conspiracy theory around it. It's kind of similar to the Mary, Mary Celeste. Celeste. All right, let's hear it. So, 
Um, I don't actually know when it set sail. It, it was either a year, June, <laughs> June 1947 or February 1948. It was Tuesday. <laughs> Did you just say Tuesday? Yeah, it was a Tuesday. Alrighty, it was a Tuesday in May. Um, May. Tuesday, May 22nd. Just, May 22nd. Just laugh at me. Okay. What, what was the year you said? I said it was either June 1947 or February 1948. Huh. So it's it was a Tuesday day. in June. Oh, <laughs> That's going to be our voice. It was Tuesday. I'm just going to keep spilling. It's Tuesday. Keep going. Sorry. All right. <laughs> sorry. Um, oh, my God. Okay, sorry. Uh, it was set. Oh, fuck. Okay. It sent out an emergency distress, distress call. Uh, which was received by many other ships in the, in the, oh, fuck, I was going to look up this location. Wait, so they were setting sail, and they sent an emergency distress call? Yeah, so they were sailing in the Straits of Malacca, I think. Where is it? Near something in Malaysia. And I was going to oh, look I don't know where Malaysia. it was. Malaysia's in, uh, Asia. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think so. I don't know. I thought Malaysia was close to the Philippines. Is it? I don't know where the Philippines are. It's off. It's like close to Japan. Japan. Oh my god, I thought the Philippines were in South America. I'm the so The fuck? Mad. It was like China, Japan, the Philippines. Or like, the Philippines are like above Aust- uh, Australia. I know. Yeah, I'm just stupid. It's fine. Okay. Um, I'm just ignorant. It's fine. Uh... So, they sent out an emergency distress call, uh, which was received by many other ships in the area of the Straits of Malacca. Y'all can look up where that is, because um, I didn't, because I was, I forgot. <laughs> I was going to say something, too, before this. Shyamalan, what was down. I going to say? Oh, yeah, so originally I was going to do a missing, per- missing persons case. You said that. Yeah. So, I was going to do Bryce Lapisa's or whatever his name is. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I was going to do him. Oh. And then I was like, never mind, that's a lot of information. And yeah. I was at six. Because it's, it's, it's such a weird story. Yeah. It's where he was like stopping a bunch, right? Yeah, and then I was going to do a cold case. Um, But those are also lots of information. Yeah. And like, I did this at 6 p.m. yesterday. Cool. So. Same. I Mine went later because I didn't. I should have started earlier. Luckily, I had something favorited on our laptop. And I just clicked on it, and I wrote about it, and I didn't know what it was. Cool. <laughs> the name of the video is like, a ship note the government doesn't want us to know about. I was like, cool, that sounds interesting, and I did it. It's actually kind of funny. Go, just go! Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I'm just trying to extend it from an hour and a half to two fucking hours. <laughs> okay. Um, there's two parts. Uh, story? Two parts with indecipherable. Oh, okay. Indecipherable. <laughs> okay, so this, the, the, the ship sent out Morse code distress signal. Oh, yeah. Um, and like with a message. Um, and there's two parts to it with indecipherable Morse code in between each. So the first part reads, quote, All officers, including the captain, are dead, lying in the chart room and bridge, possibly whole crew dead. Um, it was followed by gibberish, uh, which is it's like possibly yeah. the... Um, Result of a dying man attempting to communicate via Morse code. Yeah. Um, and the second part simply says, I die. Huh. Yeah. Um, two American commercial ships responded to the distress call. Uh, 
And they located the ship using a British um, and Dutch listening post, um, and they were able to triangulate the location because of, like, radio signals or something. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> that triangulate the coordinates of the vessel. Um, and they identified the ship as the Dutch SS Orang Madame. Um, what? Orang <laughs> I just think of Orang I know. Um, the American ship, the Silver Star, uh, headed to these coordinates, and hours later, the lookout crew spotted the Orang Madame. And it was just drifting aimlessly, kind of like the Mary Celeste. What is it? Farron is aimless and erratic. Oh yeah, because it was like, it was aimless and erratic. I'm like, I'm aimless and erratic. <laughs> yeah, so they found it drifting aimlessly. Um, drifting was, like a Farron. There are no power to the motors, um, and there was no visible crew on deck. Wait, what year was it? 
And I took these notes at like seven on like two Advils and some Tylenol extra strength. <laughs> oh, we see. The Silver Star is natural advocate. You can hear it's many golf. <laughs> suggesting they were fending off an attacker when they died. Uh, The one dog aboard was also found dead. Um, I don't care about the people at the time. (laughs) No. It's like in movies. I I don't laugh. Yeah, no, I watched Jaws. And I was, well, I hated it. But it it was so fake. It was hilarious. (laughs) But the one death that really got me was the dog. And then the kid. But the dog. The kid? (laughs) Dumbass. Anyway, the dog died. Yeah, so the dog was dead. Uh, the captain was found on the bridge, where, uh, and the navigators were found in the wheelhouse and chart room. Um, and like you went from room to room killing people? Yeah, kind of like that. And the, uh, the thought was that maybe the navigators were trying to barricade themselves in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the engineering officers were found dead below decks. Um, and the radio dude was found dead at the... Morse code thing? Yeah, station where... Yeah, I mean, when he said, I die. I die. That's why they think, like, the unintelligible Morse yeah. code is, like... Him either, like, hitting it by accident or, or like, like dying. Fuck, like, fucking help me! Yeah. Um, none of them had any visible injuries oh, shit. on their body. Um, like poison? But their facial expressions showed that they had, quote, suffered greatly. Like a basilisk. Yeah. <laughs> like a basilisk. Like, ah! And then they die. Actually, yeah, that's kind of accurate. Um, ah! Again, like, the bodies were decaying faster than they should be. Yeah. Um, the limbs were locked in place. Um, like, they didn't have a chance to actually lose muscle control and fall to the floor. Yeah. Like, they just kind of, like, seized up Spasm, and died. Yeah. yeah. Um... There was no visible damage to the ship, so they weren't, like... Rammed or something? Yeah. Like, attacked by, like, pirates or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, the boiler room was still operating, even though it was really hot outside. <sighs> I tried to Google what a boiler room was. It's a room where things boil. I'm pretty sure it's, like, heats up, like, keeps it yeah. warm. Yeah. You, did you watch Titanic? Yeah. 
You know, we're, oh, it's the that's thing the that gives, like, the steam out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You have boiler room in your house. Furnace room, but okay. Yeah. Boiler furnace. room makes me feel like I'm in the 20s. Yeah. But it's a furnace room. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, I tried boiler to because they use steam, so it was, like, water. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I tried to Google it, and the first thing that showed up was a movie called Boiler Room, and I was like, that's not it. <laughs> um, I'm going to watch that movie now. Yeah. The crew of the uh, Silver Star decided to tow the Madame back for back to port for investigation and salvage. Um, when the crew of the Silver Star were securing the tow line, they noticed a fire, and they abandoned the ship and cut the lines just before the ship exploded. Um, and it exploded so aggressively, which isn't the right word, but it exploded aggressively enough that it lifted out of the water before hitting the water and sinking. Um, the... Like, it was a really aggressive reaction. mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It first appeared in a Dutch paper in 1948... Uh, then again, in the U.S. Coast Guard report in 1952, the report said, or the report used eyewitnesses of uh, accounts of the crew who had boarded from the Silver Star. Yeah. Um, and it said that the crew of the Madame were staring at the sun. Their eyes were wide and their mouths were agape in horror. Mm-hmm. My Waldorf education at its finest. Agape? In horror. <laughs> um... So basically, people were like, what the hell could have killed these people? Because it yeah. didn't look like they were, like, it, they just like, looked like, no, because it exploded. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Um, it basically looked like they'd just been, like, scared to, scared death. to death. Yeah. Um, what else was like that? There's some, there's another ship that was like that. Or not a ship, something. I can't remember. There, I, there's another case I'm thinking of where... People were, like, just dead. They looked scared to death. I don't know. Just, I don't I'm sure you're thinking of Harry Potter. That's what I thought then. Because that's... Because... Abacadabra. Um, yeah. Tom, Tom Riddle's parents. Tom kills parents. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not thinking of Harry Potter. Yeah. Just, I, I think, think that's what Harry Potter. Of, but, I mean, uh, it could be possible. I would just watch room murders. I'm gonna do that. I'm just kidding. You can do it. Those ones are so interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh... So a lot of people think that uh, the explosion was caused by potassium cyanide in nitroglycerin, um, which would create this explosion, but yep. it couldn't really cause the deaths. What the fuck? What's that? It was so freaking bad. I think it's just a cough. <laughs> oh shit, my, so my garage door is closed. There's like, I feel like I touched the garage. I'm so scared right now. <laughs> It's not gonna open. I hate this. Alright, well, it's my time. <laughs> Hope I go fast. It's my time to go. It's my time to go. Uh, don't strangle me. <laughs> don't strangle me. Don't yeah. make it quick, please. If you kill me, just like, well, you should just shoot me in the back of the head. Yeah, just Thanks. execute me, like. Execution strap, you know? Yeah. On my knees, back of the head. That's how we're going. Um. So some think that they were carrying cargo from a Japanese military unit, um, unit 731, mm-hmm. um, which used chemical, chemical and biological experiments in World War II. Oh. Um, and the Madame was carrying these chemicals from unit 731 um, 
and a basically a chemical leak happened and they were all killed via fumes, mm-hmm. I guess. From like this these chemicals. Be scared though. Well, yeah. That would be like why they're scared though. Because they're like shit. But they're fighting that. off someone. Because they like, they all are like, in defensive positions. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like an explanation. Yeah. It's it's a theory. Yeah. I think that's the it's basically this massive conspiracy theory about how they died. Yeah. Um so um so the idea is that maybe surviving members of Unit 731, who are all wanted war criminals because they did the same thing the Nazis did, yeah. um, uh, may have wanted to keep the ship's identity a secret, um, which would actually count for the fact that it was not actually listed on any known registries at the time. Oh. Um, the ship was mentioned the ship was mentioned in a private letter years later by C.H. Mar- Mark, the assistant to the director of the CIA. Uh, oh. Mark explains that the events... Oh, so he explains the events um, to an unknown recip- recipient in this letter um, of discovering the crew and the, ex- and the explosion that followed, um, and then followed by, quote... I feel sure that the SS Orang Medan tragedy holds the answer to many of these airplane accidents and unsolved mysteries of the sea, unquote. Um, He goes on to talk about uh, sightings of huge fiery spheres rising from from or disappearing from the sea by ships containing... by ships, captains, and crews. Like aliens? Like like unexplained random orbs, kind of, I guess. Unexplained... Flying phenomenons, but not really flying. Yeah, so kind of like random glowing fiery UFOs. Yeah. Um. He also asked the unknown recipient if they if they think quote something of the unknown is involved unquote. Hmm. At the end of the letter, he says quote. There's a lot of quotes in this. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's a lot of quoting. The enchanting sea. What terrifying. Cre- uh, the enchanting sea, what terrifying creatures, I'm sorry, I keep saying creatures, it's secrets. The enchanting sea, what terrifying secrets does it hold? I feel sure that the SS Orang Medan tragedy also holds the answer to these secrets, unquote. And that is the basically Orang Medan conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Um, you brought up a good point, though. Why would they look like they're fighting someone off? Yeah, because it was like they're in defensive positions. I, I understand like, why they could be seized up because it would be like a poison, so they're like, mm-hmm. it seize their body up. Why they're but, terrified because they're like, holy shit, I'm gonna die. But in defensive position, like they're fighting someone off. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't the whole ship, ship also smell? Yeah, and I feel like if there was a chemical leak, the, the boarding, the people who were boarding to basically see if anybody was alive. Would get affected by it. Even if they didn't die, because maybe it was like floating, so like it all wafted. It, I feel like it would still smell. Yeah. Also, when they were decaying faster, maybe it was like chemicals were being broken down. Maybe. And that like like the chemicals could also like be breaking down these bodies faster. Yeah. And that's why they're. But well, it still doesn't explain like why would they look like they're fighting. What just the chemicals? Uh, potassium, cyanide, and nitroglycerin. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wrote them down and I was like, I don't know what these are, but okay. 
Well, cyanide. Cyanide, yeah. Poison. <laughs> smells like almonds. Only 60% of the population can actually smell cyanide. Yep. I thought it was only 20% can, but I thought it was 80% can. 60% can. Huh. Sounds like, like bad almonds or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it smells like almonds. I hope I'm one of the percent that can. Yeah. The sound. What? He went. <laughs> That's my laugh when I'm really just done. <laughs> anyway, I, that was right. like, I've never heard of that before. Like, <sighs> That's cool. Yeah. Um, so I, I would have usually made it a lot freaking longer than that, but I was tired and high on ibuprofen, so. Cool. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for listening to episode 12, everyone. Mm, it's 12. It's 12. I just can't freaking. Yeah. It's a little confusing because our crying is right in a row. Um, yeah. You can follow, you can email us at ff and everything in between at gmail.com. <laughs> Carl's smelling along with me. You can follow our Instagram at ff and everything in between. You can follow our Twitter at ff and i and v. E-I-B. Oh, sorry. E-I-B. Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Twitter is at FF and EIB podcast. Also, please email me about how to use Twitter. <laughs> God doesn't know. I don't know. Um, subscribe to wherever you're listening. Follow us. Write us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Podcast helps out the show. Um, it helps with the algorithm so people can find us. Yeah. You can find us on almost any podcast listening platform. You're There's listening. Like, <laughs> yeah. And there's, like, a couple that we're not on. Stitcher. Stitcher we're not on. And there's, like, a couple more, probably. Um, yeah, but, like... The caffeine is now out of my system. Yeah, I'm we really t- tired. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Happy Canada Day. Cause it, it, it will yes, be Canada. Happy Canada Day. Yeah, watch the fireworks. Well, it's late Canada Day. It'll be, like... Two days after Canada Day? I don't know what date it's going to be. Yeah. The fuck? Okay, next Friday. Well, you get back on a Monday, right? Uh, or a Sunday. Tuesday? So this know. comes out like the 4th or the 5th, I think. Uh, It comes... But we also suck at keeping... Like, it comes a... out on the 3rd. So oh, it'll right. be two days. What day is the 3rd? Is that a Friday or yes, Saturday? Friday. Oh, right. We don't... Okay. Oh, Friday. There's no. like... The, no, because there's a one week where we just like dropped the ball. Oh, we yeah, recorded we did. on like Sunday and published it on Tuesday. <laughs> so... Oh, yeah. There's that one. Um, anyway. Yeah. So Friday is going to be the 3rd. So happy late Canada Day. We'll mm-hmm. be like two or three days late. Two or three days late. Yeah. Email us if you want to listen to our, if you want us to publish our um, audio tests. <laughs> They're kind of funny because it's just me and Carla going, well, no, it's not. Testing, even... testing. Fuck! Crystal, your sound quality. <laughs> there's, there's two audio tests, maybe three audio tests. Um, no, I think there's two. One of them was with Kira. In on on Halloween, yeah, and then one of them is us, yeah, on this device recording, yeah. Anyway, yeah, all right, <laughs> cool. Okay, we're, we're really sorry about the length of this. It's um, this is what happens what when we meet in we person. talk face to face. I I feel like our episodes that like we did two it. months in because we only recorded the first three face to face, and then we had to go over phone. 
for the rest of them. And, and the then the last three, I guess four, this one and the last four. two. I went to your house. Yeah. Oh, last three then. Yeah. Um, we were just recording those ones face to face, so it's been it's been a while. So. Yeah. That's why we're going on these really really Sorry. long tangents and stuff. Because we like, don't get this is a tangent. We just said our own <laughs> thing, and now we we're going on and on and on. <laughs> We don't get to see each other as much as we used to, so then whenever we do, it just kind of comes out. Okay, yeah. So okay, we're gonna stop. Do all the now. stuff we said ten minutes ago. We told you to do. <laughs> yes. Email us. Follow us on Instagram. You can follow my personal at Carly Favell. Um, I will have. I'm I'm such an asshole because I don't know if somebody actually tried to follow me or not, but I'm still a private account, so nice. I get denied because I don't. So email me with email us with your name, and then I will see if you're trying to follow me, and then I will let you follow me. Because <laughs> I don't know these people. You just not. That works too. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Goodbye. Bye.